This is Uninvited Company, the podcast where we tell you ghost stories, urban legends, and all the spooky shit. Today I'm going to tell you a few stories um, from the good old New Orleans. New Orleans. NOLA. NOLA. I'm excited. I love New Orleans. Yes. We both have been to New Orleans before. Rachel went a lot earlier than I did. Yeah, it's been about a decade since I've been there. It's been about... Maybe less than five years. I went with um, my best friend Tori at the time. Oh, yeah. Didn't Tori request New yes, Orleans? Yes, this is New- for Tori Coco. Hello, Tori. Um, Shout out. There's going to be one familiar story. Okay. And then one that's maybe a little bit unfamiliar okay. to you. That's just kind of a little cherry on top. A little, a little extra. Yeah. A little, a little spicy nugget. <laughs> spicy nugget. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, also, if I sound... Uh, stuffy, or my voice is super low. I'm still, I'm getting over being sick, so apologies if I sound crusty at all. Thank you. Today, we're going to be talking about Marie Laveau. Laveau. Yes. Okay. You might recognize this name because American Horror Story Coven, I believe, because that's the one with all the witches. Mm-hmm actually had her as one of the characters. I have character. never seen an episode of American Horror Story. Okay, well, when I say you, I'm talking about you and our listeners. Okay. So, well, you're looking right at me, sis. So, <laughs> so. to our average, per- our average listener out there who has listened to American Horror Story. Yes. Might recognize this name. Or this story. Is it just the name or... I mean, they take off... They kind I of couldn't play form off a word a right little... there. I just went... <laughs> they kind of play off of what has been said about her. Okay. There's a lot of... I'm going to go over some actual historically accurate information that we know about her, mm-hmm. which is pretty limited. Okay. And then all of the shit that was said about her. And it's not, Mm. I mean, a lot of it's good shit. Like, she's she's known as the voodoo queen. Oh. How accurate is that? Keep listening to find out. (laughs) So, American Horror Story actually depicted her interacting and punishing another well-known name of New Orleans, Delphine LaLaurie. And I'm pretty sure I'm saying that correctly because I watched some... Uh, documentaries and stuff. So mm. I, I always called it Lolori, but it's def- I think it's Lolori. So historically, she was a free black woman during this time period, and she would have never interacted with Delphine. There was okay. no, because Delphine was very high up in social ranks. And so there was no reason for her to ever interact. Do we know about that officially? No, but it's very unlikely. Okay. So that's definitely very fictional. And, you know, American Horror Story plays off of a lot of stuff that was said about her, which I'll get into later. Mm-hmm. I'm so, ready. when I went to New Orleans, we went on this um, really, really, really cool tour. Probably one of my favorite tours I've ever been on. It was called the Bad Bitches of New Orleans Tour. And we walked by um, Madam, not Madam, why am I saying Madam? Marie Laveau's house. It's not actually the house she lived in. It's just like 
around where the property was, where the house used to be, because it was okay. torn down at some point. Oh, okay. But it's still, like, <clears throat> the place. It's still the same place. It's the out. energy. The same energy is mm-hmm. still there. It's around uh, 1022 St. Anne, if you want to go visit. Another house that is similar to what her house would have looked like is located at 1015 St. Anne. It's more of a Creole cottage, um, if you want to Google that and see what her house would have looked like. <laughs> Was it fancy? Was it really nice? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Not at all. She sounds like she would have a fancy house. Oh, shit. No. You are, you, you're talking with your hands a lot. I know, because it helps <laughs> me get my thoughts out better. Okay. So, the house of where her house used to be um, still has offerings on the front. Mm-hmm. So, people, a lot of people actually put um, bows, hair ties... Sometimes people leave money, which the homeless end up stealing. What are they... What, the offerings for what? What does she do for you? So, she was known as the voodoo queen, and so offerings, a lot of time, uh, is kind of symbolic of, like, altars. Kind of like um, Dio de los Muertos, where mm-hmm. you're leaving offerings for the dead. Okay. But there's some legends around, if you leave her author- offerings, she gets, she does you a favor, which I'll get into mm. in a minute. Okay. So, Intriguing. a little history about her house. Her grandmother owned it and bought it in 1798. Delphine. Delphine's grandmother. No, Delphine is the, the other woman. This is We're talking about Marie Laveau. Marie. Marie's <laughs> this, grandmother. Okay. Yes, Marie's grandmother. So, Marie was born in September of 1801, a Virgo queen, just like me. And... 17... You said 191? 18 Oh, okay. It sounded like you said 1801. 1801. 1801. Yes. The baptismal records um, usually occurred around six days after um, births during this time. That's how we know that she was born in September, because um, we can kind of date back mm-hmm. based on those baptism records. So she was baptized by Père Antoine, a priest that was pretty popular at the time. At the St. Louis Cathedral. So the next archival record was in 1819 when she married a man by the name of Jacques Perry. Ooh, very French. Mm-hmm. Jacques. He was a. Free... He sounds like an artist. Oh, yeah. you're about to tell me what he is. <laughs> yes. He's not an artist, is no. he? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to talk about his occupation because oh. it doesn't really matter. But we're going to say he was an artist. He was a free man at the time because this was around when slavery was still happening. Mm-hmm. That's what Delphine was known for, was mistreating her slaves horribly. Okay. Absolutely horrid. But Jacques Paris probably... So he came from what is now known as modern Haiti. And he probably came right after the Haitian slave uprisings. And the same priest, Père Antoine, is the one that married them. Mm-hmm. So those are about the only records of that time period in her life that we know. We also know that they had two daughters, Marie and Felicity, in 1823 and 1824. But then there's no record after that either. So Well, this is was this was a long time ago. It's yes. bound to happen for records not to be properly kept recorded. or or mm-hmm. recorded, yeah, for that matter. Yeah, so... There's probably so much of history that we just... We're we're never gonna know. It's all just lost. Isn't that so sad? It is. All the legends. Yeah. All the ghost stories. They just didn't didn't think to write things down a lot Mm. of the time, which is crazy. Crazy idea. Because we take pictures of literally everything Mm -hmm. now. Pictures and videos. Live photos. Yeah. All of the above. Snaps. 
we extra Snapchat. in 2022. So we don't know if these daughters lived past childhood. Oh. It's suspected that they might have perished oh. before adulthood because okay. we don't have any records. But we just don't know. And then some say that her daughters, or at least one of them, might have lived. And that there's a bunch of descendants running around that mm-hmm. we just don't know about. You know, there's just a lot of who knows kind of scenarios with okay. her story. So the records, <clears throat> all the records that we don't know about her, they were destroyed at, um, from the St. Louis Cathedral. The funeral records from the time period of 1825 to 1829. Four so, years, just gone. Just funeral records, yeah. We have, we have no idea who died. So... There was my sound. A lot of times when we don't find any records, people attribute it to them disappearing. Which, oh. people don't just disappear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, something happens to them. Well, people some just, people do just disappear. If people disappear now, then it's really like, whoa, what happened to them? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But back then, it's like, oh, no, they did. <laughs> it's like, no records? <laughs> they they're just gone. Poof. Yep. We don't know. So that's what happened to Jacques. Oh. I mean, we, we're we pretty sure that he died because in 1825, that's when Marie started calling herself Widow Paris. So there's no record of him dying. No. She just randomly starts calling herself a widow. And then he just, like, wasn't around anymore. Okay. So and we think this is because of the missing, the four missing years of yeah. funeral records. Yeah. Okay. So. Bye-bye, Jacques. Another thing that is not historically recorded is whether or not Marie was actually practicing the voodoo religion or not. So the funny thing is she was buried at the St. Louis Cemetery number one because she was actually Catholic. Which is oh, that's right, because you said baptism records and all of that. Mm-hmm. So she's Catholic, but she's... She's Catholic. She's potentially practicing voodoo. Yes, so I'm that's sure that's what a she's no-no. known for, but there's literally no solid record of her ever practicing voodoo. Which so is- this is just word of mouth? People just yeah. started talking about her yeah. doing this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... If that's a rumor, that's people, pretty gnarly rumor. People of color during that time often expressed different religions mm-hmm. because they were from completely different parts of the world of course. forced to come over here. Mm-hmm. And it was widely practiced for white people to shut that down. Mm-hmm. And so they did anything they could to villainize it and make it seem like it was awful. So more people would get on the bandwagon of, we need to shut this down completely, you know, mm-hmm. whitewashing. So that's why a lot of voodoo that you think about now is like evil Spooky spirits, black and like magic. so many dark yes. shit, basically. Which is complete opposite of what voodoo actually is, if you do your research on it. Voodoo is actually all about protection. Like that's one of their main things mm-hmm. that that's built on. I'm not, I'm not an expert on voodoo, but just based on what I've read about it, it's just, it's so sad that it's associated with something so terrible when it was literally just people trying to practice their own religion. So only two newspaper articles mention voodoo and Marie in the same respect. And both of them are just rumors. Okay. So 1820 was the first mentioning of Marie and voodoo, and then in the 1850s was when they really started persecuting people who practiced voodoo. She made a complaint against the police force for taking a wooden statue from her, which I guess was 
religious to her, mm-hmm. like a spiritual object. And so she was really pissed off. She was like, I'm, they took this from me and I'm super pissed. So I wonder why they took it. I wonder what it looked like or what it was a statue of for them to be like, just scoop this up real quick. Then she's mentioned again in 1859 because she was involved with a gathering of other women publicly. Oh no, can't have women gathering. Can't have that now. So white people at the time found, you know, obviously, like I said earlier, any and every way to keep them from practicing their own religions. So when they had gatherings like this, this is going to be a little bit inappropriate. Uh So sorry, mom, if you're listening. (laughs) Sorry, mom. But they attributed them, they said they were having orgies publicly. So, so hold on. So let me get this straight. So because a bunch of women were gathering... To practice their religion is, is what you said. Uh-huh. That just like boom orgy. That that yeah. that equals an orgy. Yep. No, that it's makes a, sense. Like, like large gatherings. Sometimes it wasn't just all women. Oh. Um, so, yeah, no, that that makes perfect yeah, sense to me yeah. for sure. In reality, all they were doing was praying to the Haitian spirits. <laughs> Nothing. Sexual. I want to know what person walked by and said that's right. Yep, that's an orgy. Well, I mean, and went and told other people, and then this got recorded in history. Yeah. I mean, anything that even... People I mean, love ankles, gossip. Ankles used to be sexualized. So, I mean... So, but women you gathering. Look at, you look at someone the wrong way and you're like, that's sexual activity. That's inappropriate. So... Humans. Yep. Frustration. So, the few types of voodoo that a lot of people practice were the Louisiana plantation voodoo, Haitian voodoo, and then West African. And then it all kind of was like a melting pot that turned into... New Orleans, like, voodoo. Okay. So some of the ridiculous accusations that people who practice voodoo were orgies, interracial orgies, drinking blood, eating live chickens, eating dead cats. No. Yeah. (laughs) None of that sounds pleasant. And it it isn't because it didn't happen. (laughs) So. It's all made up. Yup. So. People are crazy. People have crazy imaginations. Exactly. Hmm. I mean, they, they were desperate to shut it down. Which right. is still a big Should question mark in my head. Why? Why? No? Why? So it's a rumor that people pray to Marie in voodoo. Like okay. Like practice the religion. But she's not... Okay, so there's two Haitian spirits that people pray to normally in the religion called Wa and Orisha. I really hope I'm pronouncing those correctly. <laughs> Arisha. But that sounds she's not an actual, fantastical. She's not a traditional spirit, so there's people aren't. I mean, some people might pray to her as just like a sign of respect, but in the religion, that's not a thing. Okay, she's not like she's the queen not of Hulu, She's not God. So okay. basically, uh, uh, when you're comparing to a Christian religion, I guess mm-hmm. Hollywood ruined. Like I said earlier. A lot of what, as we know, of voodoo. Um, voodoo. Voodoo. Especially Princess and the Frog. I have if not you've seen, seen that. that. Yeah, the villain in that movie. He, um, he's, he's known as the voodoo guy. Mm. <laughs> I don't know his character name, actually, but he practices, like, magic and is really dark. And he's the one that turns them into frogs. Oh. So, yeah. I have not seen that. Disney, <laughs> screw you. Oh. <laughs> That's how okay. she feels about that. Also, I like Disney, so it's a it's a love it's a love hate <laughs> it's a love hate relationship. So the altars is a common um, thing among people who practice the religion for deceased loved ones, similar to Dio de los Muertos. 
they'll leave things just like the Dio de los Muertos tradition of things they liked in, in when they were still alive and offerings, stuff like that, just to, you know, stay connected and just show their support for mm-hmm. them still. Especially if they were, co- like, popular as Marie Laveau, because she's very well known. So, what and she, if- so, and just to, like, clarify... She's very well known specifically because of just word of mouth. Because somebody Mm -hmm. decided to attribute her to voodoo. And that's where all this came from. Well, I'll get to this later, but there's another reason that she was very well known and liked. Okay. So the story that American Horror Story especially went off of that we don't know is true. And it's pretty unlikely, but it's just a... I guess a fun story to talk about her. They said that she was a hairdresser. Mm. (laughs) So she apparently did the hair of high status women and they never paid her because that's how they they treated people of color. That's not not okay. However, apparently she would take the gossip and all of the stuff she overheard while doing their hair. Oh yeah, because you're going to hear shit. You're going to hear all the shit. Uh Uh-huh. And then she'd eventually blackmail them (laughs) basically because she had all this information over them yeah or you know blackmailing for the benefit of someone else that's Mm -hmm. needing her help she had the information to give you know okay it's probably not true that she was a hairdresser but that's why a lot of offerings on the house of where her house used to be are hair ties and bows okay that makes sense now i was confused Mm -hmm. at the time yeah you Hmm. just gotta wait for me to get to the punchline okay so It's just a rumor. Nothing Mm -hmm. that proves this is real. People also believe her to be a voodoo queen. She's apparently buried at the cemetery. But a lot of sources that I found all don't say that, like, she is there, her body is there. It's just reported that they think that that's where she is. Because it was also common for people to be, like, publicly expressing, when I die, I'm going to be buried in this cemetery and do everything correctly through the religion. Mm -hmm. And then they would... Like, say hush-hush to their family members. I want you to take me over to the swamp, take five paces to the left, and then bury me there and just leave some sort of stick or something to show that I'm there so that y- y'all can go visit me. Because <laughs> that's where I'd want to be buried, is a swamp. <laughs> well, not a swamp. That's just the first thing that came to my mind. But, you know, like, more of a private mm-hmm. place. So, we don't actually know. We don't know. Nope. So, legend goes... Legend says. Legend says that if you go to the cemetery and you walk backwards to the tomb that she's supposedly buried in, you turn around, write three X's on the tomb, turn around in a circle three times, spit in three different directions, (laughs) she will supposedly grant you a favor. And then once you do that, you're supposed to walk back. Out of the, the moonwalk out of that bitch. <laughs> I just picture Nick from New Girl. Yeah, awkwardly moonwalking. Yeah, being like, "Thank you, Marie. <laughs> Good day." So that's just one of the rumors. Of- Imagine being the person that started that rumor. It's like you have to spit in the West at this time. Oh, but wait, there's more. In reality. A few types of the voodoo religion in the area, again, Haitian, West African, and Louisiana plantation, you are not supposed to deface someone's resting place. Mm-hmm. So writing three X's. X's is a no-no. That's a big no-no. Okay. That's incredibly respect, disres- not respectful, disrespectful, mm-hmm. unrespectful. 
No. Not even a little bit respectful. No, just like any other. I mean, you don't, you don't, you know, finick? Is that a word? Finick with someone? Finagle. I think you're you're thinking of the word finagle. That sounds right. Let's go with that. Finagle. Finagle. It's a word. Look it up. Just don't mess with it, okay? Don't do it. Mm Mm-mm. It's just disrespectful. So is there a tomb, like the tomb that they yes. think is hers? Does it have X's on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, there's, no. there, I mean, they literally had to completely um, gate up the cemetery. You used to be able to walk freely around, but they had to gate it up because um, the human at race. one point a disrespectful man, and not in his right mind, Uh-oh. painted the entire tomb Pepto-Bismol pink. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. And he painted it in latex paint, which oh. is incredibly horrible for the He just brick. went he just painted this entire tomb pink. Yeah. There's pictures of it you can find online. It's like baby pink. Oh. And it took a lot of money to restore. And so they said this was a lot of money we're not let, having this done again. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So the records that we have of her showed that she died in June of 1881, and she passed away at almost 80 years old. Okay. And here's a fun but not so fun fact. Her cause of death was listed as diarrhea. <laughs> the Pepto-Bismol color makes sense now. <laughs> he said "He said an ode to you, Maria. If only Marie, you- not Marie. Marie. Maurice. <laughs> Sorry. An, an ode to you, Marie. Maria, if only Maria. you had Pepto in 1891. Like, what a shitty way. What a sh- <laughs> To go. Oh, that's horrible. That's her actual... That's what it's reported. That's her actual cause of death. Yeah, but, oh. I mean... What what actually probably happened was she had cholera or dysentery, which diarrhea is a side effect, but not like a cause of death. Actually, she probably had a sickness where she mm-hmm. was just that was just happening. It was on the side. She didn't actually like out. Yep. poop herself to death. Yeah, what a way to go. Yeah, and especially it, back then. Mm-hmm. And she probably would have gone really quick, especially if she was not staying hydrated. At oh the yeah, time she probably would have been. She probably would have had hot. a fever. Yeah, it's super hot in New Orleans. So yes, yes, it is in the heat heat of summer, which mm. it was June. So ew. Yeah. Then um, at her funeral, a lot of people showed up. Mm-hmm. White people and black people. Okay. So big mix. Obviously, she was important to mm-hmm. a lot of people. So. We're going to back it up. Baby. The tomb that she's buried in is actually with not her second husband because she wasn't legally able to marry this man. He was mm-hmm. a white man. Okay. His name was Christophe Glapion. Christophe. And she was with him for almost 30 years before he passed away first oh. in the 1850s. So she's buried with him in the clop, clop, Glapion tube. Good for tube. that tube. <laughs> They're in a tube. <laughs> tube. So that's where she's that's where she's buried. Okay. They actually had some kids. Wait, okay, pause. They're they're buried together, but is that uh-huh. the tomb that is gated up that was painted Pepto-Bismol pink? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not a grave, it's a tomb which can hold multiple people. Okay. So they had kids. She there was one source that said that she had her daughter Marie Philomene, I think is how you pronounced. And she always said her mother was a devoted Catholic, never really mm. mentioning voodoo. 
But another thing I found was there's a legend that her and Kristoff had 15 children, but records showed that we could find she only had three, or she only had seven and three died as children. Seven, so, that's still a lot of children. Mm-hmm. The longest living of the children, Marie, so she had two different daughters uh, named, named Marie. Marie after her. One of them with her first husband and one of them with this guy. Interesting. So she's known as Marie the Second. And she was the longest living. She was, so Marie Laveau, big Marie, not little Marie, mm-hmm. she was very kind and compassionate and people showed up at her doorstep for her help all the time with a lot of different things. And she always let them in. So she was very well liked around town. She also had gatherings in Congo Square on Sundays and she apparently sold Grigri, Grigri, which is a bag of herbs and um, that can be like magical, I guess. Um, that's carried and delivered with intention of protection, luck, or taking control of one another. Voodoo. So, that's see, yeah, that's what that's... I think of when I hear voodoo. Mm-hmm. I I think about. Do you remember the show back in the day? I think it was Disney Channel, but when I think about it, I really don't think it was actually Disney. I think it was one of those weird channels. It was called So Weird. Huh. Do does that ring no. a bell at all? No. I remember growing up and and watching that, and like the first episode that comes to mind was a voodoo doll, and they were like, yeah, do you know the typical voodoo like where I mean, you stick you pins up, in it? And when you look things up happen. like traditional like actual voodoo religion, voodoo dolls have nothing to do with it. <laughs> where the hell did that come from then? White people. <laughs> That's where it came from. It's like, do, do humans just get bored and like make shit up? Yeah, like if you hate someone enough, you know, right. bullies they make up shit about people they hate because they want them to suffer. It's exactly... It's fascinating when you learn the truth about history. <laughs> yes. So this is like, this is all kind of legend rumors, <clears throat> not actually historical mm-hmm. record. So she had gatherings. I put in air quotes. Air quotes. She had gri gri the herbs that were mm-hmm. magical, you know? And then... Legends say that she sung and performed voodoo spiritual celebrations in Congo Square. Another legend, Marie II actually looked so much like Marie. It's supposedly said that she would. they partnered together with a plan for her daughter to go out dressed as her when she started getting older. And so people would believe that she was immortal. Okay. Yeah, which is another Mm -hmm. magical thing. And part of the storyline that goes along with how American Horror Story depicts her. Spoiler alert, she's immortal. She's an immortal witch, basically, in American Horror Story Coven. I'm like 99% sure. And she interacts with Delphine in the story. And as punishment to how she treated her slaves, because Mm -hmm. there were literally laws against it. And people were rioting at Delphine um, when they found out what she was doing to her slaves. And so as punishment, Marie Laveau, and this is all in the the TV show, Marie Laveau gives her the immortal like potion, tonic, whatever you Mm want to call it. That she has herself. And she buries her life, basically. And she's buried alive for, like, hundreds of years. Yikes. And then it's, like, modern day. The other witches are, like, in New Orleans or whatever. The new witches that are in the storyline, you know, are... Marie Laveau is still there. She's a hairdresser. And 
she actually uncovers Delphine. Oh. So she's been alive, just like awake inside this box, <laughs> you know, for. I'll bet she didn't look great. No, it's played by Kathy Bates. She's actually. Oh really my gosh. <laughs> I can see she's, that. She's actually really funny. And so it's like punishment to her. And they just, you know, like, they cut off all of her limbs and stuff oh. and, like, torture her. And she's literally ahead at one point, but she's still alive. And so they just, like, set her on this, like, <laughs> on the side. And she's just, like... This is in the show? Yeah. Oh. It's really funny. But that's where they have them interacting together. So the immortal side kind of meshes with Delphine. Because the thing about Delphine is, like, she disappears... When they come to basically like arrest her for mm-hmm. how she's treating her slaves, but she they never catch her. She never gets tried or anything. Well, so her she, disappearance in the TV show is she disappeared because she was she was alive. very alive. Okay, yeah, yeah. All so right. fun fact: mm-hmm. how that little bit meshes together. A couple of hauntings, little spooky spook things. Give that me the happen. spooky spook. Chanting and drumming has been heard. Ooh, I don't like the, the drumming house, at the house that she, the the property where she used to live. Mm-hmm. Because it, I don't know if it's still an Airbnb, but it was an Airbnb at one point. And when people would stay there, they'd be like, "Hell no, get out!" Because they'd hear the <laughs> yeah, chanting. No, I'm not paying for that. And some people heard chanting and drumming in the living room. Left, came back the next morning, and there was a single feather in the center of the living room. Which, in in voodoo, feathers are believed to bring good luck. Oh, okay. But oh, mm. if it's found on the pillow, that's a bad omen. <laughs> was it found on the pillow? No, I just said it was found in the living room. Oh, well, where I the mean, chanting was. Well, the living room could have pillows. Pillows no. on the couch. No, like you're where you're you sleep, Rachel. <laughs> okay, <Or> come. <laughs> Sorry. So. Other things that have been spotted at the house, shadowy figure staring. Always gotta love a good shadowy figure. guests. One person, you're not gonna like this one. Oh. One person wasn't able to get up. My eyes are already watering and I don't know what you're gonna say. Someone wasn't able to get up from their bed. No. Because it was as if someone was holding them down. <laughs> kind of like sleep paralysis, basically. They didn't say if they saw someone holding them down. They said it literally just felt like someone was keeping them from. Have you up. ever? Have you ever been? Have you ever been in bed? Like not necessarily in your home where you live now, but have you ever been in bed and you swear you feel like a pressure, um, like almost come down, like somebody is either sitting down, like right next to you, or like somebody is getting up, like that you feel like a pressure. It literally happened to me last night. Ew. Oh, I, I like the way I was like cuddled up in bed. It felt like um, it felt like somebody had been sitting next to me, and like a pressure just like came up off the bed. That's what that reminded me of. Just disgusting. Now. Things Get happened. Out. Yeah. Get out of here. I'm just used to it. I'm used to all these things by now. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple things seen at the house. Um, yeah. No, I'm not trying to. I'm I'm out of there. I am out of there so fast if something tries holding me down. Mm-hmm. Or the chanting. the ch- Okay, chanting, I might be able to, like, deal with that. But the drumming, as if from nowhere? Yep. No. Nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for my stay. Where do I sign my little guest book? Yep. I'm out. Some other things that people believe let her grant you a favor mm-hmm. at her tomb, other than the huge list of instructions that I read earlier. Mm-hmm. Some other rumors. The, the spitting and the, tw- yeah. the twirling and all that. Some other rumors are knocking three times on the tomb. No. 
drawing an X, placing a hand over it, and rubbing the foot three times. That that makes logical sense to me. Yeah, completely. And leaving food, specifically. Hmm. See, now, yeah. If I'm dead and people are trying to get me to do stuff, bring me food. Yep. Bring me the pizza, bring me donuts. I'll bring you that coney foot long that you ate when you were pregnant. Oh. <laughs> Yuck. I would never eat that again. The things you eat when you're pregnant. Well, I mean, you had that when you were in, like, high school, <clears throat> too. You yeah, love... but now, but I'm talking about now as a almost 30-year-old, if if I were on the other side and I wanted offerings, bring me, bring me donuts. Bring me... Donuts? Okay. Yes. I didn't think that would be on cherry, the top of your Cherry list. frosted donuts. Oh, yep. I remember. Mm-hmm. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. I really miss <laughs> rise and shine. If any of you live in West Texas... Go to Rise and Shine. The best donuts I've ever had in my entire life. Rise and And I've been to a lot of places. I've been to a lot of countries. Rise and Shine is the shit. Mm -hmm. Is the tits, if you will. Is the the tits. (laughs) Yeah, bring me donuts. I like the food. 100%. We're still listing the things that you would want. No. I guess just donuts. I'm good with donuts. I'll do whatever I can on the other side. Just bring me North Italia garlic bread and I'll be good. That sounds so good right now. The family I babysat for today, they let me have some. Oh my gosh. They ordered it. Yeah, I was like... Shout out to North Italia. Trying not to cry. (laughs) So, some activity that's happened at her tomb. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, if people are spitting on it and drawing X's, shit's gonna go down. During the Great Depression, a man fell asleep on top of her tomb. Oh, No. It's the perfect resting place. In no way, shape, or form is that acceptable. I don't care what you've been through, sir. I don't care what the day. I don't don't care what the day brought you. You do not fall asleep on some... That just got me upset. Oh, yeah, I can tell. All right, please tell me what happened to this man. Did something happen to this man? Well, he woke to, you guessed it, Chanting and drums. Mm-hmm, yeah. And when he looked down, he saw a bunch of naked people circling the tomb. Okay. And Marie was apparently in the center with her boa named Zombie. Zombie? So she's depicted... Con- she had a snake. That's what she's depicted as having okay. a lot, is a snake around her neck. Which mm. is a typical... When you think of, like, voodoo queen, you picture a woman with a head dressing mm-hmm. and... Uh, boa. Oh, the snake thing that did not come to come to mind. I haven't... See, I, I it matches perfectly. You've been, on... You were new in New Orleans though, a lot yeah. more recently than I was. Mm-hmm. Another sighting was a man named Elmore Banks. He saw her in a drugstore, and he was immediately frightened by her. He just knew something was wrong, I guess. And she said, "Don't you know me, <laughs> Elmer? It's yeah. me, fella." Bra. He said no. Bra. He said no, and like a typical full of themselves celebrity, she slapped him because she was offended. She said, "Bitch, you should know who you I will am. know me after this encounter." So she apparently she just slaps him. She apparently slapped him. Like obviously she's dead at this point, so this mm-hmm. is like apparition. Yeah, she slaps him, <clears throat> and then she jumped into the air. Uh-huh. Started levitating. Why not? Levitated out the door and then vanished into thin air. The image I have in my mind is not, it's not so much scary. It's just like absurd. 
It is. And that's why this so, is So legend. supposedly she just shows up to this random man. Person, yeah. In he a store. Just, I think that he just wanted attention. Apparently he <laughs> wanted his name to be known. And look at us talking, talking. about Elmer. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. The only other Elmer I know other than Elmer's glue. Elmer Fudd. Isn't that a cartoon? I don't know. I think he's a... Uh, yeah. It sounds familiar, but yeah. I can't picture anything when you say that. Good old Elmer making up a story that she just slapped yeah. him and floated away. I'm and sure then, that happened. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He's probably On the lying. record, of course. One of the last things that was said about her, which I already mentioned, was her daughter looking like her, mm-hmm. people thinking she was immortal... But people, another way to villainize voodoo and all of that, they said in order to achieve her immortal status, she had to basically like suck the souls out of other people to keep her youthness. Of course. So. Did anybody report this or did this is just. Well, I don't think you could report if your soul was sucked out of your body. I mean. So they said that this, that her daughter is just running around and it's her because she's sucking the the souls out of other people. Well, they said, how could you be immortal? Like there has to be some sort of price you have to pay. You have to be doing something. So again, the creativity with (laughs) people were bored. Yeah. Well, I mean. When you think about it, and this was said on one of the documentaries that I watched about Mm -hmm. this, think about bored housewives. What do they like? And they compared it to people who like to buy, (laughs) purchase the books Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm, They like stuff that is spicy and interesting and you don't hear very often. And they would never dare to do it themselves, Mm. kind of thing. Okay. Because they're bored housewives, basically. So during this time, that's what people were doing. They were just like, well, I heard this, and I heard this, and I heard this. They are just and feeding they just, off of each other's mm-hmm, gossip. Because they had literally nothing else to do. What? A, okay, well, I mean, if you think about it, if you take it even further back, think about the Salem Witch Trials. Mm-hmm. Those people... The, people... <laughs> those people were Those bad. people had nothing going on no. to be making up shit like that. Like, well, I think I attribute a lot to um, men, which ruined a lot of things in history. Imagine if the world was ruled by women. How much progress we would have seen by now. Because the men in history, I think a lot of, especially the witch trials and like, accusations of witches being bad is because they were healing better healing people better than traditional religious healing which is what a lot of people believed could cure people which obviously didn't or doctors at the time which were typically men and a woman cured them with an actual herbal remedy that was supposed to work but I do know I do know that there were during the Salem witch trials that a lot of the accused witches were accused by children who were literally just bored as shit and had nothing to do. Well, yeah, children, yeah. obviously. They're little devils sometimes. <laughs> so. that was, well, I mean, if you have nothing Kids to do back terrifying. then. Kids are terrifying. They yeah, especially be. in the 1700s. So, that, yeah, it's interesting what the human brain will... I mean, it's totally normal if you think about it in today's time. Like, <clears throat> making up a story and everything. You, you're an author. You're yeah. a storyteller. You know, you, you're... But back then, I mean, mm-hmm. poor Marie. But... Just all this attributed to her name because... People mm-hmm. just wanted to say some, but say she's some iconic and her name lives on, I guess. Yeah, and she's like one of the biggest parts of New Orleans culture. Well, I mean, that's history. cool that 
It just sucks that she's not remembered for, like, you know, how she would want to be remembered. Mm-hmm. Or we don't know. We don't know. <gasps> Maybe she actually does like being remembered this way. I don't An know. icon. I don't know, but that's that's the story of Marie Laveau. All right. There's a lot more you can probably dig up on her, but that was that was <clears> thorough <throat> for me. <laughs> that was about <laughs> that was about, enough for me. That was all my little brain could handle at the time. So, just to top it all off, I'm going to give you a little fun story of another legend. I love stories, and is, I love legends. That is popular in Louisiana. A popular. Wait, hold on. I've been working on my Moira. <laughs> popular. No? Popular. Le- okay. I'll get it. A popular place. <laughs> I should You have to try. frown while you do it. <clears throat> like, she's... Concerned why you're not understanding what. popular place. That was better. I feel like I just sound Italian. Yeah. I mean, it's a mix. <laughs> okay. Give me this okay. popular story, this popular place, this legend. Okay. So, French is very prevalent in Louisiana, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know why it's pronounced. Because I took French. And I think it would be pronounced le faux follet. But I saw a lot of pronunciations online calling it like le fee filet le fee filet or fee filet also known as the cajun fairy oh cajun fairies also known as will-o'-wisps will-o'-wisp Ooh, mm-hmm. very like spooky garden yeah. i feel like you'd find them in a garden or something yeah so Will-o-wisps. immediately hearing what these look like immediately made me think of the movie brave disney okay movie. Have you ever seen it? No. Okay. Well, I know the premise the wisps, of it. The wisps, I think, took off of this legend because they're the exact same thing. It's like a oh. little ball of light, basically. Okay. So a lot of times they were seen in the swamps of Louisiana. They're basically a ghostly light or orb, sometimes described as a flame, sometimes described as orange and the size of a volleyball. Oh. Or a phosphorescent ball of fire. Those are the things. <laughs> I mean, it all sounds cool. Basically, a tiny sun that's floating in the wilderness. Yeah. And they're basically, they're bad omens. Oh. A lot of times. <laughs> this whole time I'm excited. I'm well, like, I mean, Ooh. you think of all of the beautiful. It just sounds like, like something mythical, really cool to see. Yeah. All the mythical creatures and things like mermaids mm-hmm. actually are just trying to lure sail- yeah. sailors to their death. <laughs> you yeah. know. So, hmm. some believe... So if you see this will-o'-wisp, it's a bad, like, something's going to happen to you, or it just... Fifole. 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 Yes. So, the... I'm gonna make you die, basically. What happens? What happens if you see one? So if you follow it... Oh. It'll well, move. It doesn't stay in the same place. When it notices that you're following it, it's like, oh. ha I gotcha. I've got your attention. So then it moves and it leads you deeper and deeper into the woods mm. or swamp mm-hmm. to where eventually you get lost. Mm-hmm. And so some legends say its sole purpose is just to make you lost and disoriented and then you're just basically stuck. You are screwed. Another says they're leading you in a, in a swamp environment. It's leading you to your death to drown in the swamps. All right. So if you see a glowing ball of light. Turn, turn around. <laughs> Please don't follow the light ball. That's beautiful. Because you're going to die. You're going to drown. <laughs> Man. And because, uh-huh. you know, 
19-year-old Rachel in New Orleans. You probably would have followed it. Oh, I'd be like, y'all, I'm going to get a first-hand encounter. Well, I mean, according to Haunted Mansion, a ball of light is a soul. Mm-hmm. But in this, it's not a See, soul at all. I, it's yeah. a little demon like Even without watching Haunted Mansion growing up, I think I would just automatically think it's somebody's soul. Like, I think mm-hmm. of a soul being like a flowing, I mean, a flowing, a, a glowing, flying, Floating. just just, just mm-hmm. presence, you know? Yeah. Like, Yep, it's just intriguing. You don't, uh, you don't see one of those every day. They should come with the warding label if they're yeah. evil versus good. So they're, they're bad omens. Some they believe, sound cute, though. Some okay. believe that they're unbaptized children souls that's that were stuck not okay that's horrible <laughs> no. um that's just meant that just sounds like that's meant to bash non-religious people another way that they're apparently gonna lead you to your death is they take you through thorned bushes where you're eventually shredded to pieces yeah because if i'm walking into fun. some thorn bushes i'm not just gonna be like ow and turn around I'm going to keep going through those bitches. But here's another thing they're associated with. Buried treasure. Pirates. This is all very confusing. (laughs) So, before pirates like William Kidd or Jean Lafitte. I I hope I wrote his name right and autocorrect didn't change it. Um, Before they buried their treasure, usually they would kill a member of their crew. Naturally. and, And bury that crew member with... The treasure so that their soul was attached to it and would protect it, basically. I'm wondering if this person, if it was a volunteer basis or... I don't know. If they just picked just somebody. Just don't piss off your captain that day. Ew. So it would, it would guard it and then their soul would take the form of light. The ball of light. Mm, so okay. soul, that's a that's a good. But guess. why? But why for that version? Why would that soul be luring people if they're trying to? Because they're bored and bitter. <laughs> I guess. Okay. So sounds good to me. There was actually a story of two men that saw a fifole. Okay. In the middle of the night. And they had heard the tales of treasure being attached to the light. If you follow it, it'll lead you to the treasure. Mm -hmm. So they followed it. And then one of the men, like most men in history, got greedy and Mm -hmm. knocked the other one out because he wanted all the treasure for himself. So they hadn't even got to the treasure yet. No, they had gotten to it. Oh, And he said, okay, this is mine. So now I can get it. So he starts digging. He's digging. (laughs) And (laughs) doink. He hits something hard. Oh. And I feel like I'm, I'm in an episode of Scooby-Doo. Zoink, <laughs> <laughs> Scooby! And then he finds a treasure. Mm-hmm. And right as he's about to open it, he starts basically like quicksand. It starts like pulling him under. Ew. And right as he's like about to be fully under, the other guy wakes up and is like, oh shit, this is not cool. And so the other guy obviously is like dead. Because he gets pulled under. Oh. And so the guy that was knocked out says, this isn't worth it. I'm leaving. Runs away. So he <laughs> ends up living because the other guy yeah. knocked him out and got greedy. Yep. And then he comes back the next morning. And the only piece of evidence that they were even over there is the two shovels that were left. Ew. There's no, like, footprints, nothing. The earth just sucked him in. Said, you greedy son up. of a bitch. Yep. I said, <laughs> That's exactly so gross. Like that. that probably sounds so gross in <laughs> everyone's ears. Yep. Man. So they've been seen sometimes also in cemeteries 
but that could be also like confused with actual, I guess, because a lot of souls on camera are seen as orbs. Mm -hmm. And so it could just be regular soul orbs because a cemetery is a resting place for thousands of souls. Mm -hmm. So people say that they see them there. And then the last fun fact about apparently about people. So many fun facts. (laughs) They can't cross iron. So if you don't ever want to see one. Keep some iron around. I'm pretty sure aren't, um, aren't, 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 um, what am I trying to say? Isn't, there we go, there's the correct term. Isn't iron associated with, uh, fairies, too? With, um... I mean, this is a Cajun fairy, so... That's right, you did say that. Uh-huh. Huh. It all ties together, doesn't it? Does. It does. Yep. Okay. So, those are the, those are the You should do a whole episode on fairies. Ooh. One time. Okay. For, like, during October or something like yeah. that. Like, creepy creatures. I'll yeah. take a pause. Yeah, I'll take a pause on the states mm-hmm. and just do some creepy creatures. Yeah, it'll be October. nice to have breaks throughout there and do some yeah. do some spooky stuff. Because I know that there's some wicked fairies out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of the creatures that you think are beautiful are actually completely evil. They and want to kill, to kill you. you. <laughs> they want to kill you, yes. Mermaids, fairies. Yeah, I mean, just read Grimp's fairy tales. Mm-hmm. Half, of the, half of the shit that you think you know is actually completely opposite. Yikes. Like, Cinderella, apparently they, like, cut off their toes to make their feet fit Ew. in the shoe. Yeah, it's, like, gruesome details like that. It's mm. fascinating. Fascinating. So, there's my little... Extra little story for you there to give you something to ponder. Interesting. That has absolutely no historical <laughs> references at all. Urban There's legends really... are really fascinating because it's like, you just, you can pretty much choose just what to believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, I mean, even, even as a story like this, there's really not much to find if you try to look it up, it just mm-hmm. brings up a bunch of other stuff like La Fifole. It, there's like songs and movies with the same name that come up. Like, oops, sorry. Like, there really isn't a whole lot. So, very so you limited. Went, you went digging for this. I did. For this hot goss. As many sources as I could find on the first three pages of Google. <laughs> <laughs> the first three pages. We don't go past the third page. <laughs> no, because at that point, I don't trust it. It's about as um, reliable as Wikipedia. You know, most people, like, statistically, most people don't ever go past the first page. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever gone past the first page in my life. I know. I was like, when when was the last time I clicked the, the what, G-O-O, the second O mm. <laughs> on Google? Because it says Google. So you went, you got as much as you could about, uh, what, um, her name? Marie. Marie Laveau. Marie Laveau. I did. Without completely turning it into a, an entire episode about her, yeah. because I didn't want it to be completely a history lesson. History with Erica. Which is, that was the only subject I ever made a B in school. History is fascinating. I really like history. Yeah, I just don't, it just doesn't stick with me. That's where we differ. Uh-uh. I really enjoy research and like finding, finding deep stuff. I love stuff. tours. I love going to tours and hearing history of places. Like when I go traveling and stuff, like I will always choose to go to the tours rather than like finding the bars and mm-hmm. fun spots, you know, but it doesn't stay very long. You're like, screw fine. <laughs> Give me the tours. <laughs> I mean, that's what I did when I went to Prague when we had free time. Mm-hmm. All I did was half the tours we went on, they only showed us the outside of the building. I was like, why are we not going inside? And so when we got our free time, 
I had marked down all of the spots that we visited the outside of, and then I went and did the tour inside. <laughs> that so smart. Yeah. I wonder if there's any urban legends from Prague. I, I mean, there, there probably are. is. Prague pretty is pretty old. <laughs> I mean, I literally was. We visited a 14th century cellar that peop- that was beneath a bar. Yeah. We had to enter the bar to get into the cellar. Ooh. And it literally looks like monks, you know, where monks would live. Mm. And the door was teeny, teeny, tiny because people used to be teeny, tiny. And the cellar is colder because yeah. it's lower. And the bar uses it as storage for beer. Because <laughs> resourceful. Because they can. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's just in their basement. So. Huh. New Orleans. I wonder how many other urban legends and ghost stories. I bet New Orleans has so many creepy ghost stories mm-hmm. attached. Maybe that's what you might cover here pretty soon. Mm, maybe I train do. Rolling. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I take a little deep dive into... I had a couple... I have a whole list of famous stories, like lesser well-known stories. I have so many different stories that I want to cover. And I want to try and space everything out. I want. I don't want to do everything super interesting and super intriguing that has like a bunch of information. I don't want to do all of that at one time. I want to spice it out. So maybe I will touch on a little bit of New Orleans next week. All right. I'll be excited to hear it. There's plenty to choose from. And I have a lot of pictures from New Orleans too, so have some mm. original artwork to post. I need to see if I... I might still have a picture of Marie Laveau's house when I went. Ooh. Yeah, possibly. I'll have to see. So... Nice. There you have it, y'all. That's that's your NOLA episode from me. A little sprinkle, sprinkle of history Erica. With, with Erica. <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle of history. Sprinkle, sprinkle of balls of light. <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle of just a whole bunch of bullshit from random people's mouths, basically. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> that's my specialty. If you're still here and you find our voices soothing to you and you find our stories interesting, you should go follow us on the Instagram. Uninvited Company Podcast. Yeah. Follow us on all the social media platforms that we are on that I don't currently know. Uh, Twitter, we have zero followers. (laughs) Do we even post on Twitter? No, because you're supposed to be in charge of social media and you never post on time. So I'm taking that back from you because you can't be trusted. Social media is hard. It's really not. It is. Okay, it's hard when you have a one-year-old. Okay. And you run a business. Go follow us on Instagram. That's where we mainly post a lot of stuff. And then eventually, Eventually, maybe one day Rachel will create a Facebook page. Eventually we'll get a Facebook page. But for now, Instagram is where it's going to be popping. Instagram is where you can find all of the information, all of like sneak like little sneak peek previews for what the next episode is gonna be um kind of keep everyone like updated with what we have going on if we you know for example sometime in the spring i happen to know that we're planning a little trip to a certain certain... spooky location so instagram for sure is where most of our stuff's gonna be so go join that go follow us and click the link tree you can figure out all the platforms that you can listen to us on yeah inclusive if you have anything any stories or any and like tidbits that you want to add about stuff that we've talked about you can shoot us a message or send us a dm and that's what that's what a message is but well thank you (laughs) i was thinking message through like the message form is that's different than a dm well, yeah. I DM <clears throat> DM stands for direct message, so it yes. wouldn't be a direct message. It would be either way. Send us messages. 
We want to hear from you. We want to hear like stories that you want or stories that you've, if you've been to New Orleans and you've visited these places or if you've been to any of the places that we've talked about, like tell us stories that you've had or like send in pictures or if you have any spooky pictures or anything like that. Like we... We'll put them up. Yeah. We want to talk to you. So. Well, we'll see you next time. Next Monday. See you later. Bye.